Hey, did you know that the podcast you're listening to right now is actually part of a network of podcasts dubbed the Amazing Friends Podcast Network, Ethan Parker Smith? I did, Griffin Sheridan. And did you know that for other great podcasts, comics, and more, you can visit SheridanandSmith.com? Huh. No shit. Off, man. You know, with a little time once again, a little bit of rusties, you can look just like me. (sighs) (laughs) Ethan, hey, buddy. Um, what's happening? What's going on here? Well, I've heard a little rumor, and you can Mm -hmm. confirm for me whether this is true or not. Mm-hmm. Are the rumors true that the Supple Boys mm-hmm. are back? Um, I don't know. Does this little soundbite of Toby McGuire saying "I'm back" say anything to you? <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah, that says it all. All right. How long off now? How long has the podcast been gone? The last episode was in June of this year. Jesus Christ! That's, <laughs> the, that's maybe the longest hiatus we've ever gone on. That's true. That is um. That's a long time to not put out an episode of and we've Supple Boys. Is, Supple Boys. Hi, welcome to Hello, Supple Boys. Welcome we, to Supple Boys. We do have an excuse this time, though. Yep, a perfectly yep, good yep. reason. We've been on hiatuses before. Yep. No fucking reason. Just because we're bad busy. at keeping up with podcasting. Yeah. Busy. Yeah. But this time we got reasons. But let's 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 fucking let's treat this like a soft reboot. Let's introduce this. Who are C-boot. we? Hello, everybody. Um, we are the Supple Boys, and we work on projects with far more famous people in the comic book industry, such as yep. Brian Stegman and Donny Cates. Yep. Uh, and we've been doing that for a couple of years as we make our way into the comic book industry ourselves. That's right. Um, I'm one of those two boys. I'm Griffin, joined hey, by my best friend and creative partner, Ethan S. Parker. That's me. How's it going? That's him. That's that voice. Uh, So we've been talking for a while before the show. Yeah, we've Um, been. This is actually we're about um, almost two hours into talking (laughs) with each other already. And And we're we're only going to record a couple more things after this. So So don't worry about it. We're only you can see why we don't get to do this that often. You gotta we block out a whole goddamn day. Listen, the Supple Boys have been busy. Everybody's been busy. We just had a yeah. meeting with Ryan Stegman as he was in the shower. Um, <laughs> we literally did. <laughs> this is not hyperbole. No. We called him. There was some background noise. There's some white noise. I was like, mm-hmm. "What's going on over there, Ryan?" He's like, "I'm, I'm showering. This is all the time I have. What? You can hear what some do you little, want? You can hear some little grunts as he dried off when he got up. <laughs> He's reaching those hard to reach places." <laughs> <laughs> and we were trying to talk business. We're talk, trying to talk business, trying to talk a little bit about um, another show that we do, Stegman and His Amazing Friends, which we're mm-hmm. hoping um, by the time that you've heard this or potentially very soon after you hear this, yeah. um, that show will be coming back. And we'll if be, everything has gone to plan, it's the Christmas season mm-hmm. and ho, 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 Merry Christmas, all the shows are back. That's the You're idea. Fucking welcome. I hope we've pulled it off. Uh, and this is going to be really embarrassing. It's Ryan Stegman's fault, and not it's Ryan ours. Stegman's fault. You know whose fault it is is Substack um, for going mm. ahead and deciding, hey, we're going to dump a bunch of money into the comic book industry. We're going to ask a bunch of mm-hmm. creators to do some shit for us, and maybe yeah. among those creators is Ryan Stegman and Donny Cates. And who did they bring along with them? None other than your friendly neighborhood supple boys. Yeah, this is old news to us at this point and to the people that really diligently follow our stuff. But if you are 
at more of an arm's length with the supple boys you listen to this show you've listened to past things we do but you haven't followed us into our new ventures worth establishing what's going on with us you've heard through the course of this whole show that we are work for free lackeys for uh for bigger comic book boys uh but since the last episode we have gotten real comic book industry jobs Insert Whoa. some applause here, Griffin. Insert a little will track not. of applause. I will not. All right, that's fine. I'm doing the Foley work myself. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's very exciting. We, yeah, Substack, this, uh, the newsletter platform, is like, we're going to fund a bunch of comic creators to just make comics here and show people the whole process and send it to their emails like newsletters. And, and it's given a lot of creators the opportunity to make their own little imprinting Donnie Cates and Ryan. They started an imprint called KLC Press, where they're making all kinds of amazing comics and they hired us along. We are part of the KLC press team mm-hmm. uh, and we're there making cool videos for you guys and, and articles and interviews and shit. And so we're basically doing all the shit we were doing before, uh, but with slightly higher production value <laughs> and we're actually getting paid for it. Um, mm-hmm. So it's fucking exciting with this show. The whole point of this show is tracking our progress as we try to get into the comic book industry. Yeah. And we now have jobs working on comic book shit. That's pretty exciting. It's pretty um, exciting. It's been it's yeah. it's allowed us to do the very things that we've been talking about on Stegman <laughs> and his amazing friends for the longest time. It's allowed mm-hmm. us to quit our jobs and chase our dreams at least a little bit. A little um, bit. It's we're both out of Target. That's an update. We're both out of Target. We're both That's out of retail. Good. Go fuck yourselves. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, I burned that bridge real hard, so I can't yeah. go back. So go fuck yourself, Target. <laughs> Listen, I don't anticipate ever going back. Um, I left my bridge intact in case I ever have to, but also that would be so soul crushing. I would have um, liked to have left the bridge fuck. intact. Uh, <laughs> it is a nice little, it is a nice little back pocket yeah. thing. I don't have um, a safety net, but uh, so I have quit my job and chased my dreams, uh, and that feels amen. really good. Uh, to amen. Follow, to to practice what we preach. Mm. Um, we hope you guys are all taking a one step closer to quitting your jobs and chasing your dreams, whatever that mm-hmm. may be. Comic books, music, movies, art, video games, um, anything whatever that's going to bring you joy yeah. and uh, also isn't going to fucking hurt anybody else. Um, that's that's right. what we preach here is like what you like and don't be a dick. That's right flip into that is you can dislike what you dislike as long as you don't be a dick really the one constant in all of this (laughs) i think of what i've been saying and rambling on for the past several minutes i don't know everyone's just gotta stop being a dick i think don't suck yeah suck you catch Mm. more flies with honey than you do with vinegar griffin that's very good. <laughs> I just came up with that. Um, Damn, that sounded yeah. like some ancient proverb shit. Well, right there. you know, you know me. <laughs> um, <laughs> but so, well, in the in the meantime of all that shit, we've also been working on our comics. Oh, uh, we do have a finished. They're way further along. Than we've they talked were the so last much. We we've talked so much about pitches, Ethan. Yes. Um, we have a finished pitch now. Uh-huh um and how long did that take us that took us um... well so let's specify what that means we have a pitch that lays out a whole mini series and a lot Mm -hmm. of information about it and that pitch package includes uh six pages of art and a cover Mm -hmm. uh and the process of getting that one pitch package finished took us was it 17 months 17 months christ And that's literally like nothing. nothing. And I think we were working pretty expediently. Like I think yeah. we were like like I think we did it as fast as possible. Absolutely. And it yeah. was 17 months. A lot of our lives. Um, yeah, it's a significant little chunk. Um mm-hmm. it was very worth it. Uh I'm in love with it. Oh, of course. And I uh, I love it. And it's been um maddening every day that passes that we um are not working on the book full time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's because we've put together something super cool and compelling, and I can't wait to share it with all of the supple folks and when we get the there. Pitch as well, that I think is Ooh. also super cool and compelling. So, yeah, it's like, I think Ooh. we're like, we're fucking primed and ready. Like, we've just got all this, these dope comics to make. Mm-hmm. And so it does make me absolutely miserable doing anything else. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but let it serve, let it serve, of course. Um, we want everybody else to be able to do the same. And if we can provide any insight to that, that's awesome. Um, so I guess the lesson here for us was uh, everything, everything is going to take much, much, much longer than you would ever hope that it could. Um, 
Yeah. Uh, and but also, I, I want. Sorry, I wanted to say real fast. The 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 I, I've been talking about this a lot. Some of the best the best advice I've ever heard about writing and just creative stuff in general is if you're gonna try to make do it as a career, you need to you need it needs to be something that you would be willing to do the rest of your life for free, and. So of course we want to make this our jobs. We want to be official comic creators and stuff, but it has, we have to be willing to accept the idea that maybe we make a bunch of comics and then we still have to have jobs and shit. And we got to like, and like we, you know, we got to just grind on it and do it because we care about it. And Mm -hmm. I do think that is the both of us. I like, I would be willing to spend years making these comics happen and, and then spend years making more of them happen. I, I love them so much. And this is like, the, this this is the best job in the world. So, um, mm. and doing it with you is fucking awesome. I wouldn't rather do it with anybody else. Um, I, I fucking so, agree. Yeah. Um, um, I, when we were in New York, we were at New York Comic Con between the last two episodes. We yeah. were doing some writing work in a hotel room. And I was like, this is the shit. This, this is, is the this shit. Is the now, every, shit. anytime that we're together bouncing ideas yeah. off of each other, yeah. that's why I like, also, since last episode, you have you're back in America, in the land of the free. God, there's so baby. many updates. <laughs> you're you're right. out of Alaska. You're mm-hmm. in the Southwest. I escaped. I yeah. uh, I escaped the horrific night- nightmare I was living in, and yeah. I I bought a house with my lovely fiance, mm-hmm. which Had was the a big move. Of visiting the house, yeah, uh, Griffin very, very stopped recently, by real fast, and yeah. it was it's a, such a lovely little place, and Thanks, man. boy oh boy. Am I so proud of you guys for making Aww. it all happen? Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, we are so happy here. Um, we're in uh, Arizona. There's butterflies and mountains and palm trees, and it's it's amazing. So that's that's also really helping get through is that my home situation has gotten a lot better. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm 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 doing pretty good. I'm like I'm really enjoying getting to work at KLC Press and mm-hmm. really enjoying where I'm at right now, despite you know being so anxious to move comics shit forward. How about you? Yeah, I agree. I think um, I had a big life shift myself um, between episodes where I also moved. Not as yeah. drastic of a move, of course. Right. Um, did not leave the state, but <laughs> big switch of big change of pace, big change of energy. And uh, along with quitting the retail gig um, and going headfirst into the comic stuff and KLC Press and um being able to dedicate more ram to all of this stuff has been really really beneficial to my mental health yes um this is fucking what's this it's called supple therapy is the episode um this is the the supple cat the great supple catch-up that's 2021 yeah um yeah it's been uh it's been really awesome um for me as well uh i've missed talking to the supple folks i will say uh the one constant i think as well amidst all that like kind of craziness is we were constantly like fuck the podcast that's God the thing is <laughs> yeah that's the thing is like as well as everything is going and as happy as we are to be working at klc press it is taking all of our making stuff time mm-hmm. um which sucks I, I i really want everybody to know that whenever the shows fall off whenever there are hiatuses and stuff it's never ever because we are like fuck this for this month fuck this mm-hmm. for this month or whatever mm-hmm. it's because we literally could not sit down and get it done <laughs> mm-hmm. uh we love doing the shows like i like literally since supple went off the air uh for a while there griff and i have just talked about it constantly we've talked about it absolutely mm-hmm. constantly um and uh and so i'm very excited to be sitting here doing this again mm. um there's so much shit i want to talk about I, I have so many episode ideas and the thing is with this whole christmas the shows are back month mm-hmm. we're we're getting on a schedule and we're gonna squeeze everything in alongside our work and everything so i like you know god willing i think we're gonna be able to get everything out pretty frequently including a new podcast which if you're listening to this it will have already been announced whoa social media we got a little spinoff show yeah i love how we were like we're coming back from not being able to do one show for like six months and are immediately like we could do two shows yeah well something about (laughs) the spinoff show there's something about it 
something about it does feel special something makes about it, it feel important to me it makes feel me like feel it's like been a long time coming it. for some reason yeah. um yeah we have a new show a little spinoff mm-hmm. from supple boys here it's called yeah. comic book rewind That's where right. um if you remember in the supple boys feed we've done a couple of these style episodes which we thought was a genius format uh-huh. um uh-huh. just kind of came into our brains one day yeah um and so we've we've done an issue of daredevil uh we've also done uh, an early action uh, is it in action comics or was that an official superman title that we that's did that's a good question i'm not sure but it, it was, was the one, one where those. superman shoots a little bitty superman out of his yes. hands we yes. did a daredevil rewind a superman rewind and, and it's like we a format like... where we were sort of excited about because most comic book podcasts there's there are plenty of great ones obviously mm-hmm. but a lot of them are pretty dry um mm. <laughs> and so what what we try to what we try to do with those episodes is sort of do uh what somebody once said to us uh is like a mystery science theater kind of uh, approach to comics where we're we're walking you through silly old issues of things mm-hmm. and kind of doing some some riffs and some commentary along with mm-hmm. them so that uh you can laugh along with us as we look at some dumb uh yeah. <laughs> some dumb shit from marvel and dc and, and beyond i i will say the the fun part about like what always sorry sorry happening. i said dumb shit though but also like we have a lot of reverence for all of that shit so yeah, it's like it's we good get shit. to laugh along to the silly stuff and then like really appreciate the great stuff and certainly not just to look how dumb uh old comics are yeah. thing there's a reverence and also an irreverence um, and we're always coming at it from like this direction now of like um you know being people trying to make comics for a living is um is also part of it and also we always bring our signature brand of you know we just can't help but do these fucking long form bits that will go for, you know, all these. I'm not sure what you're referring to. Uh, Me neither. Honestly, (laughs) I don't know. We do love getting into narrative shenanigans and somehow it always finds its way into, um, into everything we do, including even maybe little recaps of comic books. You never fucking know what's going to happen on comic books. Rewind. Um, it's going to be great because I think here here on this show we're going to keep this more to other media like here on Supple mm-hmm. Boys we're going to talk about our inspirations that come from more movies and games and stuff like that mm-hmm. uh, but that will be our, our full on comic book nerd show uh, where we just dig into the fucking history man we're going we're gonna to go through a lot of the most famous comic books of all time but also just the weirdest things we can find from comic book history mm-hmm. and we're also mm-hmm. going to try to take some some um more chronological approaches where it's like i would love to just move through daredevil like how we started it um, at the start of daredevil rewind yeah man. Um, so there will be little mini series where we continue going through certain characters and stuff and jumping around from a golden age silver age and onward so i'm very excited i think it's a Me great too. format i think people are going to fall in love with it um and what i what i think is most important about it is that it's so different than anything that's ever come before yeah, uh, particularly think, in our own like sort of yeah, gallery of sort shows. of a departure. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I, I that may already be out. If it's not, it'll it'll be out within you know the the surrounding weeks. Uh, but I really hope you guys are loving it. If it is out, and I hope you do. If it isn't, uh, we're, we're we'll check it sad. out over at yeah. Comic they, these Rewind. are our sister shows, Supple Boys and Comic Book Rewind. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, hopefully, between all of that and all the KLC press content, you're getting you're getting your fill of the supples. Yeah, Jesus, I don't know what else you could fucking ask for, honestly. Me neither. This is pretty good. This is a good podcast. Um, this is a good podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's most of us. Oh, you got COVID. <laughs> oh yeah. Also, I got COVID between yeah. the last episode. Um, yeah. I'm vaccinated, so don't worry about that. Uh, oh, you and fell I... for the you fell for the grift, huh? <laughs> Just kidding. We're both Vax boys. Vax boys. Vax boys. I don't know yeah. why I put this in my mouth. I because it's, just... it's the best way to do a podcast is with food in your cheek. <laughs> I got COVID. Yep. It sucked. Despite being vaccinated, is, is anybody else grossed out? I watched uh, Dune. For the second time, because I saw it for the first time with you in Arizona. You did see it with me, and you fucking fell asleep. (laughs) I fell asleep because I had already driven seven hours, and we were going to a three-hour movie at 10.15 p.m. And we just finished eating, and I had a glass of wine with dinner. And Like, come on, it's a recipe for disaster. Yeah, but it's such a high-octane film. No, it isn't. (laughs) (laughs) Shut the fuck up. (laughs) 
and then a you breakneck know, pace. I swear, part one came up, and I was like, part one? What the fuck? Uh, yeah. Fuck. Uh, all right. I knew that going in. I knew that it wasn't the whole thing. Um, Why did everybody know this but me? Why was I was the only one under the Denny impression? you was shopping around. He, he made it very clear. I missed this. The I studio just probably didn't want to put part one in the title. Yeah, because they know that fucking blows, because they don't even know if it's going to like do well. Um, I like that movie. I think it was good. I think it was good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it needed to be restructured. I like. I love the look of it. I, the score is fucking incredible. Oh yeah. Um, and uh, I love the cast. Um, I, I I like the characters. I like all the execution. The fucking costumes and shit. It's mm. all it's all pretty incredible. I thought it was all great. The only thing really to me being um other than like just a couple of moments of really glaring cgi um i i think it needed to be restructured because it's very clearly the first chunk of a book mm-hmm. um like the, the third act doesn't feel like a third act like it's um no. I, my fiance was with us and she said ashley said uh this at, right in like the one of the final kind of confrontations taking place she was like this feels like it could either end right now or go for another hour and yeah, like that's very accurate. We get past the fight at the at the very end of the movie. Spoiler yeah. spoilers for fucking Dune. Yeah, yeah. Um we get past that fight and I was like I was like, "Oh man, we're going to cut at least on like this shot, this shot, yeah, anything right. that feels kind of climactic." Right. And then we just went into another scene and yeah, I had that exact feeling of like, "Oh no, there's more movie." But then the movie was like, "Now nah, the movie's over." Yeah, the oh. movie goes like at the okay. end of the day is like we're gonna do so much Dune, you're gonna lose your fucking mind, <laughs> and then and then it's just over. Yeah, she's and like that's... you're gonna love this these Dunes, my my friend. At the end of the day, it's that's that's the sort of crux about my feelings about it, which yeah. are that it's good, yeah. um, but people are losing their fucking minds about it. I think because it's they... like, yeah, yeah, oh, okay. <laughs> well, well, cool. No, I'm glad. Yeah. Um, like i don't know yeah it looks great and it sounds great um but as an actual like viewing experience i don't know after like the halfway point i'm just like, uh, like that's the kind of nothing thing is, feels I like i really like, like the pace like i love how um i love like, the uh, pace is one thing but i think like the ebb and flow well that's what i was gonna say to, like, i like the pace build. a lot like the scene where they have to rescue the the vehicle um from when the 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 worms are coming Mm -hmm. that scene takes so long and i really liked it because it felt it it was like a sci-fi scene that felt quite realistic it felt like this rescue just playing out Mm -hmm. and like i like the deliberate pace i really enjoyed it's just and i and i understand why it is this way because it like how what else do you do it's like it sucks that it feels like this should be like a six-hour movie and they had to like this one is a movie. This part right here is a movie. Uh, like, like it's just unfortunate. I would almost rather watch the full thing, like, like, like the six-hour movie or whatever, because I do love the pace, and I wouldn't say speed this movie up, mm-hmm. uh, but I also wouldn't say end it where they did. Uh, yeah. So, like I was saying, I don't even know how much of it is about the pacing itself right, necessarily. Right. It's just like, how can you build it in such a way that that there feels like there's some sort of like third act even yeah. though this is technically the middle of the fucking story right thinking back on this movie i kind of fucking loved it like like each element right. i think about <laughs> i fucking really liked like like i fucking love um the the big scars guard man uh, yeah no everything with that. the baron is like the best shit so good sure. rebecca ferguson is like just like yeah. low-key like killing it all over the place like she's that amazing was something about it for me too is like i was not compelled by any of the like characters except for maybe again like the baron and oscar isaacs are like fucking fire but i think the performances are making Mm -hmm. like a compelling case for the characters and because i like those actors and i like Mm -hmm. the performance um it's kind of like yeah i think i like this character but like i also i don't know i just felt nothing for anyone. i get what you mean it's not a it's not the warmest movie in the world but i did i it's it's like fairly cold but i did love the relationship between uh paul timothy chalamet and his mom um i thought they were i thought they were fantastic uh and uh yeah i love oscar eyes i i liked it man i liked it a lot yeah i also liked it um i just didn't i guess love it as much as everybody else 
I'm excited I think for it's, Dune it's, 2, the next Dune. For me, it's like slightly bland in its perfection, if that makes sense. Because yeah, it is so like, I don't know. Yeah, it's a great yeah. adaption of Dune, but it also somehow feels like it's not like doing anything. I, said, I think I said this at the theater. I said that is I like having not read the book. I bet you mm -hmm. that's the best possible adaptation of the book. <laughs> yeah, probably. Because I also yeah. watched Dune 1984. Um, I, I actually it watched it's funny because I'm working Dune. through David Lynch's library but I haven't mm -hmm. seen that yet <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. so you know seeing such a drastic not I guess not like drastically but like there was some little elements of um of it that I was like oh so this is must be like just in the book because it's kind of similar between the two yeah. um but clearly like you can kind of read dune and it's probably like weird as shit honestly um because there's just something about the vibe of the lynch version that i was like oh this could be like really fucking weird mm -hmm. shit where which like the dune, new one's not very weird exactly villeneuve yeah. is like it it just like it's the like visual equivalent of like a sick like obsidian spear sitting in yeah. a fucking sand yeah. dune yeah um and it's got a, a sick Hans Zimmer score. I, Which is tight, and it makes it more, like, accessible. Yeah, it's got great yeah. production design. Yeah. Um, it's got a great score. Um, so it kind of lets you sink into, a, you know, the, the world a little bit easier than if it was probably just, like, uh, a more sort of on on the nose sort of adaption of the book i i imagine having not read the book so i could just be completely talking out of my ass and i will continue to do so thank you keep, keep on griffin <laughs> all i know is dune 84 was fucking bad but um <laughs> but weird and uh maybe that's just david lynch but um i would love to see i wouldn't say know. there's anything particularly weird about david lynch <laughs> um i don't know i would have liked to see more risk involved in either the sure. narrative or um the actual formal qualities of dune mm. i think you're wrong fair everybody yeah. does nobody yeah. in my house fucking agrees with me so i've really felt the fucking outcasting on this one um yeah i loved it i thought it was great um how long have we been going 31 minutes all right let's just do the let's move to suggestions Okay, you want to move to suggestions now, Ethan? Oh, fuck yeah, I do. Nice. Nice. <laughs> oh, pour me another drink And punch me in the face You can call me Nancy Every man wears a simp I have mine I've got my right hand stamped In the concentration camp Where my organ screams Slow down, man This week's musical interlude is Nancy From Now On by Father John Misty Because I love Father John Misty because of course I fucking do. I'm a fucking pretentious ass motherfucker with a podcast. So of course I love Father John Misty. This is from his first album, Fear Fun, which is one of my all-time favorites, as well as um, his album, Pure Comedy. I have that on vinyl. I don't even have a vinyl player. Um, it's pretty good. Take a listen when you can or don't. I don't... It's... Um, let's listen to the rest of the podcast. We're back. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, I've like come up with suggestion, like typed out suggestions on my phone and then deleted them so many times now because we just keep getting further and further away from yep. relevancy. Yep. So, yep. Christ, I don't know what the fuck to suggest. I've been in bed for two weeks. <laughs> Do you suggest that? No. Well, I've got one if you want me to start. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, great. Um, so uh, uh, on Paramount Plus, a streaming service that reportedly exists, mm -hmm. uh, they dropped a new paranormal activity uh, just in time for the, the spookiest time of the year. 
and uh, it's called Paranormal Activity Next of Kin. And this was cool because I was already wanting to do a Supple Boys episode where I make Griffin watch all 20 Paranormal Activity movies and talk about the lore. Mm. Um, and, uh, and so, like, I was planning on that pretty intensely. And then they dropped a new one just, like, out of fucking nowhere. They're like, by the way, this comes out in, like, two weeks on Paramount+. Plus. And uh, it's like, okay. <laughs> um, More lore. And, and uh, I watched it. And then along with it, they also dropped a documentary called uh, Unknown Dimension, The Story of Paranormal Activity. Uh, and I watched that as well. Now, listen, I don't know what people will think about paranormal activity. I don't know what the general opinion is now. I know people have soured on found footage and shit, but it's undeniable that paranormal activity, when it came out, was the scariest thing of all time. And it pushed like horror movies into like a completely new era um, and just really like changed shit like big time. And then as they went on, they obviously got like sillier, but like the silliness kind of like called for them to try so much new stuff that they like stayed interesting to me. Um, okay. And uh, and so I'm like a massive fan of the series. Uh, and uh, I, yeah, like I, I like revisiting them and I like how, how like gimmicky and, and ridiculous they get eventually. But I think the first one stays, has stayed like just sort of like a, like this little bitty horror masterpiece um and uh and this new one uh is pretty solid i mean it's like it's nothing groundbreaking in any way however like the characters are fairly likable and it's sort of like paranormal activity does something between like midsummer and the witch right like the idea yeah. being like all right we kind of go out to this farm and what's happening on this farm and so mm -hmm. it's the, I, there's not a single security cam shot you don't get your like uh, camera up in the corner of the room watching stuff move in the middle of the night we're not really doing that um it's less of that and more more kind of general found footage uh but it's done in the style of a documentary uh because this girl she like uh was like an orphan or whatever and then she like finds that she has relatives through 23 and me or whatever mm -hmm. and they're this weird amish family and so she wants to go meet them and she brings her friend who's a documentarian so he's making a documentary for her and because they kind of have that excuse of like it's a it's a like a legit documentarian doing it it looks amazing like it, it nice. like it's it's like because like most of them kind of look like shit and that's part of the aesthetic mm -hmm. it's really interesting for this one to like look gorgeous like the location's really beautiful and it looks fucking stunning um and the actors are quite likable particularly the documentarian and the girl um and uh like I said, it's sort of midsummer light, and I mean like really heavy on the light, uh, like where you're really secluded people. What's going on? Um, and it never is like, really scary necessarily. But if you're a fan of the series, as I am, you get mm -hmm. you get you get fun stuff in there. There's some spooks for sure. Um, and but what I liked way more was the documentary about the series, and I told Griffin about this. I'll get more into it probably next episode because I want to arrange a paranormal activity episode next episode. So we'll dive more into it. But um, <laughs> the documentary is really fascinating and I really recommend everybody watch it, particularly to prepare for next episode because um, it's one of the most frank, like honest filmmaking documentaries I've ever seen. I love where that every, it, yeah. It has all these direct, it has like most of the people involved in all of the paranormal activity movies, all the producers and higher ups and everything. And they're all so open about like yeah this one fucking sucked and this one fucking sucked and <laughs> this is probably the worst one and here's where we just went too fucking far and like it's That's crazy awesome. like the creator of the series literally goes like and of course they couldn't stop milking the cow and all that stuff. like it's wild it's really really crazy and you see like really cool never released uh behind the scenes shit that's like really mm. funny because they'll show you some of the scariest shots in the movies and then just show you like how ridiculous it is in real life and stuff it's just a very like real open honest documentary about the making of all of those movies leading up to the new one um and i was like i was floored by it i thought it was fantastic so i highly 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 recommend it um if you're a fan of paranormal activity horror or just movies in general it's like such an interesting movie making um uh uh like charting of the progress and everything um but uh yeah i i really want to try to arrange a paranormal activity thing for next episode i know we missed october but it'll be a spooky boys episode so yeah um, join in on the fun watch some of those movies if you can at least the first one and um and uh try and check out that documentary because i think the series is really cool 
and noteworthy. The documentary also gets into like what the first found footage stuff was. And, and as we talked about in the creep episodes uh, or episode, mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of that as a subgenre and everything. So mm-hmm. um, just very appealing to me. Uh, jump in if you want, and we'll talk more next episode. Ooh, good tease. Good setup. Um, did you see Malignant? Oh, I didn't see Malignant. Um, I saw a, vo- a video that spoiled all of Malignant. I saw, I saw Red Letter Media's video on it. I don't know. I don't know that it does. I watched the start of it and I was like, I understand this is very campy and stuff, but I just wasn't down for it at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and seeing kind of what goes down in the back part of it, I'm now like, I kind of want to go back to it, but I just haven't. Yes. Yet. I'm a big James Wan fan. And so yes. hearing that it wasn't him doing his like, his like really scary shit was like, uh, but it does seem fun. Yeah. I mean, if you consider James Wan really scary shit. Yeah. If you're a little baby. Yeah. Dude, Conjuring, <laughs> Conjuring is scary as fuck. I don't know what you're talking about. It's been a while since I've seen the first one. I've seen the second one multiple times. Can you tell me the nun isn't scary in Conjuring 2. That fucking shot when it's like the painting of the nun and then like the hands come around it and stuff. That shit's very scary. Oh, no. I'm just Ooh, not look a at little this badass baby. over not here. Not a little baby, okay? <laughs> look at this guy. Let everybody look out. I don't get scared by anything because I'm not a baby, Ethan. Interesting. Wow. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, I watched Conjuring Three, by the way, and I thought it was um, yeah, it was sorry, boring. boring. It was boring. <laughs> I'm a big fan of the two Insidious movies too. The first, yeah, me did. too. I definitely yeah. prefer Insidious over Conjuring. Um, I think I do too. Yeah. There's just I don't know. Just two is more so fun. fucking interesting. Yeah, two is Back exactly. to the Future too. It's crazy. Exactly. I love yeah. that shit. I know. Um, whereas the Conjuring movies for me have always been like this is like the most very serviceable way that you could do a demon possession like exorcism type thing. I, I disagree. Like. I think the filming is sort of a cut above. Like I think that's the reason that the, all the rest of the Conjuring movies stick out as being so bland is because Wong's mm. filmmaking is like very distinct yeah, and no, very his, stylized. Yeah, his like direction, he, he, especially yeah. visually, yeah. Is, can can get quite interesting. I feel like right. sometimes he doesn't like just fucking bring it. I've never felt that he's just absolutely brought it the whole fucking way through. And I get that could definitely be like a budgetary constraint, but um, I think conjuring two is him like letting loose. Like, and I think like his direction in that movie, like really goes off. Um, I just think he never gets uh, anything beyond a passable script. Like he always gets stuff. Yeah. Yeah. He (laughs) always gets like just fine. And so that brings his direction. Like his direction is great, but is it, is it, great enough to really save like just a mediocre ass script for me sure. not quite there um have you seen dead silence no so i could that's be... that's that's a J- early james wan movie where he it's a it's like a puppet thing. it's like a marionette puppet horror movie mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. again script fucking whatever like like there's some spooky shit in there because he's he's good at that um uh, and yeah. like yeah I'm, I'm a big fan I'm just sitting here thinking what happens if you give James Wan an excellent script because then I think then you're fucking cooking. I'll tell you what happens. Aquaman. Aquaman. I rewatched that in quarantine as well. Uh, It is long. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) The action is kind of sick though. And all the designs. It's exactly. It's just too long for me to like really get into half of the dope action because it all happens in the the back half of the movie. Um, Every and word spoken is like absolute dog shit, but it's like it, it, it's wall to, to wall exposition. Mm-hmm. Um, and saying like we need to Will, do Willem Dafoe's like, quick, let me explain this before the wall explodes and somebody comes <laughs> oh, in and shoots everybody. <laughs> it's a hilarious how many times that fucking happens. Um, also, the designs are kind of fire. I do love the way oh, the movie looks. I think I it's like really interesting, very mm-hmm. comic booky, over the top, campy. I like um, it fucking malignant i was talking about god damn it um finish your fucking thought about malignant griffin jesus listen i think everybody should watch it because this was the most we were just talking about i've never felt him like let loose on an entire movie and i don't i still don't think that's quite there with malignant because there's still just some sequences that i think you know he's just getting through um Mm -hmm. just fine but for the most part, you just really felt him just like, I don't know what the fuck you're doing, man, but you're like doing something and having I'm, fun. Yeah, I'm fucking here for it because yeah. 
especially the third act like ah shit just gets fucking wild in the yep. third act and i fucking loved it because i was like wow there are choices being made in the movie okay fuck mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. um instead of just like breezing through it kind of in the way that i feel like i do sometimes with his other stuff but yep. um malignant i think it's on hbo max now like forever or not i don't know um, or or maybe now is the time that it's not on there and I just lied to you. I don't know. Just find mm, a way to watch it. It always happens. And watch it. I was like, man, you know, I, I've known for years that One Punch Man is on Netflix. Time to go watch One Punch Man. It's mm-hmm. not on Netflix anymore. No, it is not. No. Sorry. Anytime, anytime you go look and it's not going to be there, even if you knew mm-hmm. it was there. Malignant was good. Yep. Ethan. Speed. I watch Zola. I like Zola. Guardians of the Game is good. Um, I watched some anime. What did I watch? I watched the Demon Slayer movie. That shit was amazing. Um, I finished Death Note. That was pretty good. You gotta watch the. You gotta watch the live action. Uh, I mean, you don't have to. It it's it's directed by the guy who did Kong vs Godzilla. Um, I can't remember oh, his name, but the best movie of all time. Best movie of 2021 so far. I literally just said it last night. Nothing has topped Kong vs. Godzilla for me. <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> I liked Kong vs. Godzilla, but holy shit, there have been better movies. I can't think of any that I've seen this year. Nothing nothing that matched that. I love that Dune Excellence. isn't better than Godzilla vs. Kong for you. Fuck no. That's Fuck ridiculous. No. <laughs> that is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> anyway, like what you like, I guess. Even if you're fucking yeah, wrong. Bitch. Yeah, I'm gonna like what I like. You're gonna like the things you like. I guarantee it. <laughs> All right, Griffin, let's get out of here. We got other no, things to do. I got more things I want to say. Okay. I don't actually. I don't know. I uh, <laughs> uh, I love Mount Joy. You guys know I love Mount Joy. They had a live album come out early last week. Not early last week. Whatever. It was last week. It's out. You'd listen to it. It's good. Cool. Um, I'm also... Uh, the latest movie score that I've kind of dropped into my Daily Driver playlist is the score from Phantom Thread because um, that's by Johnny Greenwood because it's fucking incredible. And also Phantom Thread fucking rocks. So there's a supple suggestion for Phantom know, Thread. It's not as good as Godzilla versus Kong, but... I agree. Um <laughs> <laughs> but you know pta he doesn't always hit the mark right yeah. you know sometimes it's sometimes he doesn't send daniel Where's day lewis apes, to Hol- PTA? where is <laughs> why isn't daniel day lewis in the hollow earth making dresses for fuck's sake get your shit together pta anyway johnny greenwood's score for that movie is fucking incredible and you should go listen to it um it's just straight gas all the way through um i was thinking about the last jedi again last night all right do you you recommend you supple suggest thinking about the last jedi (laughs) reminiscing on how good the last jedi is while you lay in bed for the fucking umpteenth day straight oh that was one thing between this episode and last episode we met hayden christensen that was pretty funny we took a picture with him it was incredible if you missed that that's on our twitters go to our twitters we took a picture with him and little does he know that taking a photo with us makes him an honorary supple boy. Um, That's right. By, Anakin by, himself is an honorary by supple boy. By They're law, saying this weekend we might get an Obi Wan trailer on Disney Plus Day. I would shit myself. That'd be good. I can't. Make it on there and we'd go. There's our buddy. There's our honorary supple boy. It was wild, honestly, because this was the first time that I've met someone like that famous. Um, and I guess one could talk, could argue his actual fame, like now, uh, especially you know, isn't really been in much outside of Star Wars. But everybody um, knows him; he's iconic. Like, yeah, and yeah. and especially in the fucking, you know, the comic, you know, nerd sphere over here mm-hmm. that we love to live in. Um, it, to us, he's I don't I don't even know how to put into words like. I would fucking pretend to be Anakin Skywalker, like running around in my goddamn yeah. basement. Yeah. Um, I ironically so... love him as Anakin. He's, he's, I, I think yeah. he's the best. And so, like, like we met, we've met, we met Conroy, we met people from Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, we met um, what's his face, who's also Merle and Walking Dead and stuff. 
um we've like we we met sean gunn like we've met like a bunch of people fucking uh, michael, but, rooker. <laughs> michael rooker but anybody that we uh, that you ask if you go around and ask anybody most people have seen the star wars prequels yeah uh, and so like yeah you could say to almost anybody i met anakin skywalker and that's pretty crazy yeah and it was just wild because i don't know especially with him he was wearing this uh cap for the obi-wan show it was such everything about that moment was so surreal that was very cool. It was like, wow, that's him, and his his voice is just coming out of his face. I don't know he's why I expected beautiful. him to like sound different. But he's, he's a very good looking guy. You catch a glimpse of him from afar, and it's like, what the fuck? Who it's is very this weird. Man? Yeah. yeah, and I was but just I simply suggest meeting Hayden Christensen. Yeah, you know, even if you get us two hundred bucks or whatever, you know, two hundred bucks and several hours in line. <laughs> yeah, you know, some hanging out with Charles Soul maybe. That was pretty cool. We got to have a little chat with Mr. Soul while we were in line because he almost joined in on the photo with us. How good would it have been, Ethan? Tragic that he had a heart out. But yeah. he's a dude. Had some good talks about Star Wars. Um, welcome back to Supple Boys, everybody. Welcome back. Um, I think before we, before we go, I do know we have this message from our sponsor that we wanted to plug mm-hmm. real quick. Our sponsor, of course, being um, Green Suit Goons Green Suits. Um, we're both wearing our green suits to the show today in celebration mm-hmm. of the show's being back. Mm-hmm. Uh, very good quality. Uh, I, yeah, I really... and I've been wearing my green suit uh, like at least once or twice a week since we, you know, last, you know, we've been talking about how long we've been gone. Mm-hmm. Know that every day in between last episode and this one, like I've been wearing my green suit. Right. Now, I will um, say, great quality, holds mm-hmm. up really well. It mm-hmm. does have this like smell like mm-hmm. it's very old like as mm-hmm. if it's like from the 60s or something yeah um but i mean it looks that's good. the, that's the fedora is your smell people. that's the fedora you're smelling it's a is stain it? it's okay nice. okay i got you anyway yeah thanks green sagoons green stream or whatever it's called um mm-hmm. we appreciate it appreciate you making the show happen we wouldn't be able to come back without you yeah. Well, we um, even have a little. Funding. We we he sent something over uh, for us to plug in here, so I'll just go ahead and play that right now. Hey, everybody! Green Suit Goon here, just checking in. Levels are looking good. All right. Test one two. Test one two. Green Suit Goons. Green suits on a green day. Green Suit Goons. Green suits on a green day. All right. All right, go ahead and get this started then. I'll just hit record on this. Hey, hey. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, I was hey. just about to record an ad. Oh, Brown sorry. Sukun. I didn't mean to. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll come back later. All right. Jesus, can't even record an ad. All right, hit go on this. Three, two, one, go. I think he, um, he sent the wrong... A thing I don't know. Did he, he hit stop record. when he thought he was recording? I think that was the bit. Yep. It was weird too that the like right there in the middle, his other goon came in, but I don't. He didn't really have anything to say. <laughs> there wasn't much going on there. <laughs> no. This is not like the second time that Green Suit Goon has sent us a strange rambling recording. I think we just got to help him out on it uh, on the next one. We might need to help him with the ads. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's amazing. They especially got with the show. amount of money he's giving us. Um, he's got that yeah, fucking show, he does. show i don't understand why it's this bad he must be outsourcing it to his own supple boys he's got other supple boys i guess that's interesting that is interesting well thanks green suit Goon. we appreciate it and we appreciate yeah. you all joining us again the shows are back <laughs> holy shit we started at the exact same time <laughs> um Yes, thank you very much for listening to another episode of Supple Boys. We love you all. We hope you're all doing great in this holiday season. Um, it feels weird to say that at the very beginning of November still. But it is what it is, and time is weird. Ethan, anything you wanted to add? I'm glad to be back. Um, I'm feeling really good. I think we got a lot of good stuff in the works. I hope people are really excited. I hope they enjoy Comic Book Rewind. Um, Check it out. I hope, they, I hope they enjoy Spooky Boys next month. Um, and thanks to everybody who's followed us uh, to support KLC Press and uh, and who's been on the live streams with us. We are ever, uh, ever grateful for all of you. 
um and we're grateful that you guys have wanted the shows to be back and everything and as always we're going to keep working to bring you as much great stuff as possible so thanks everybody we love you wrap it the fuck up jesus anyway guys remember to like what you like oh sorry one second. <laughs> that was uh, never mind <laughs> you don't want to get that ethan oh um yeah i just have a delivery hold on mm-hmm. oh it's more green suits oh sweet where, and where did you get those green suits well green suit green, green suit emporium a lot of these are comped uh samples okay uh, what, what... i do have one here that i ordered for myself it's got some ev- extra feathering on the collar do you like this very, oh very nice now what yeah, shape yeah, is yeah. that well i mean this is obviously forest green yeah well we do uh, have over 50 shades of green that the suits come in that's right i myself have been rocking the mint for a little while mm-hmm. um i told him that it didn't match his skin very well uh which he did not take well no, because I w- we were in New York at the Marvel thing, and I was like, I'm wearing my green suit tonight. Right. That's a good idea, right? Right. And you said, and... yeah. Yeah. And I was like, well, what is that? what was that about? You like hesitated. And you said, I just don't think it actually goes that well with your skin tone. And I said, well, what the fuck does that mean? Um, am I too pale? Should I like pale and, like, or and flaky and, yeah and just sort of generally sort of rough looking and i i was saying maybe like a darker shade of green would highlight that less and make you look less sickly right um, and so you said that and i was very hurt and then i agreed and i put on a t-shirt and jeans um which ended up being a bit of a better call anyway as nobody else was wearing their green suit right it ended up kind of embarrassing me that i was wearing my green suit because mm-hmm. um, you backfired. said I'm gonna stick it out because I look very good in my green right. suit, and I and didn't say anything because I yeah. didn't want to hurt your feelings. Right. Um, and that's you know what I thought was what good friends do. So in um, a way, it backfired on me for hurting your feelings. It's like a real monkey's paw situation. I yeah, I, um, stupid. Really bitch. learned my lesson. Um, yeah, next maybe. time I won't tell you when uh, your clothes make your skin look really bad good because i would love to wear my mint green suit without any sort of preconditions about how i may look you're not gonna wear that to my wedding though of course not okay fuck did we is the episode over or i think so i think i think it's done we'll just we'll just stop that the podcast you're listening to right now is actually part of a network of podcasts dubbed the amazing friends podcast network ethan parker smith i did griffin sheridan and did you know that for other great podcasts comics and more you can visit sheridan and smith.com huh no shit <laughs>